You know what I mean? So, I don't know. It's like, kind of like, you know, low-key, kind of underground, 90s and stuff. I'm going to tell you what, my boy. Last season, I didn't know how to fucking start the podcast. This season, since this is technically the first, but the third episode, I still don't know how to start it. But we're just going to go ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Ayo Chill Podcast. Season three, fellas. Brand new studio. Got my boy Lonely Leonard in the building, bro. Yo, my boy, welcome. He is a rapper extraordinaire. I've seen him shoot. Like, your music videos are freaking wild. I appreciate it. Putting up bars. And now, like, you're you're also within uh, the... Sam uh, Dion Management mm, uh, Group The Dion Universe Yeah, yeah yes. bro Go Shout ahead <laughs> take, take, take a minute To kind of just Introduce yourself To the people Let them know Who you are <sighs> They call me Lonely Leonard They call me Low Life Leo Your girl calls me Baby You know what Sheesh. I'm saying I, I'm just Another person Another rapper Another Young king That's coming from New Jersey I'm repping Bloomfield You know what I'm saying I'm repping Phoenix, Arizona And I'm here To just Give you all the sauce for free on the AO Chill podcast because that's what I do. I love helping the people. You know what I'm saying? Word, dude. Word. So, you know what I love? Part of this podcast when it started like two seasons ago was very much like to shout out and support artists from jersey you know what i mean i think yeah. it's so important but funny enough you actually don't you don't you don't stay in jersey full-time where's the other place that you stay yeah at? i live on the west coast word where, where, where yeah. in the west coast specifically phoenix phoenix, phoenix bro the that's wild because the thing is it's like i'm a i'm a really big club person the clubs in jersey are fire too you know i'm a really big club person mm-hmm. i'm a really big like festival person you know what i mean and i'm a really big warm weather person so i stay in the west coast also too you know um, you know, a lot of industry stuff is over there, but I stay still say so much time on the East Coast just because it's just what I'm familiar with. You know what I'm saying? It's what I grew up in. It's it's all I really know. You know what I mean? And um, I feel most comfortable and the most safe, the most motion at home. You know what I'm saying? Word. So how far, like, so Phoenix is your main home base and stuff right there, right? Yeah. So how many shows are you, like, performing out there? Like, what's what's kind of oh, your gig yeah. right now? Oh, yeah. The the show the shows in Arizona get crazy. Sam will tell you, you know what I'm saying? Angie will tell you, too. Uh, yeah, you know, um, yeah, we, we've done a couple of different kinds of, like, events and stuff like that. Um, before, I used to do a lot of music festivals. Um, lately, I've been doing kind of more underground shows and stuff like that. I've been dipping my toes in, like, promoting events, kind of, like, booking acts, like, you know what I'm saying? Booking my own supporting acts, you know. Um, you know, and it's it's crazy. It's really crazy. Um, the scene is really heavy out there like the party scene because it's like we're right by the university so it's just like people just want to get fucked up get lit like all the time i don't know if i could curse on here but no nah, you're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're completely fine dude right, like this go, is completely go, uncensored go. like you're chilling mm. so phoenix how far is uh what's like the closest other like next big city near phoenix oh la is like i want to say like four or five hours away Word? you know what i mean so every now and again we'll take the trek up just to you know experience la just enjoy it you know what i mean all the crazy shit go people watching all that crazy shit you know word so how would you describe like your music's like specifically because like you know interestingly enough you know you have tristan who kind of has like it's funny like he hasn't really he just released uh what was the song he just released way home Yo, bro shout like, out tristan bro so crazy bro this so is my boy bro funny enough yeah. like i've i think i've talked about it like almost every podcast like you know like anybody who sam sends to me um 
uh, we used to be in like a, a boy band group and stuff. Whoa. Yeah, actually, Whoa. Me, me and Tristan go way back, like even Whoa. further past that. Like, I ain't even, like, oh, I ain't yeah, know that boy that. band stuff, like that, we did that for like almost like two years, right? And we made like an EP, then we made an album. But even before that, when Tristan was just getting started with music, I was like, I wasn't, I didn't rap or anything, bro. Like, I sang, but I just started singing. And he had a basement, and like we would go there, and he like had like a blanket in the closet, like classic, like, you know, Tristan Scarlet, lab, like bro. USB mic USB mic when you had a Scarlet like I don't even know like I don't even know how that like, really worked bro but whatever like the case may be I think he literally just used the Scarlet for the volume I remember like being like really like wacky and shit he's a mad scientist bro Tristan. but Shout he him, bro. yeah bro he's 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 really wild like and I, his music now bro like I'm sure have you heard some of like his uh, stuff that he hasn't released yet okay I've I've heard like I've heard a couple of mm -hmm. snippets here and there um I'm really waiting uh, first project to come out. I'm really excited. You know, um, I just got familiar with him because um, I found out about him when um, Sam started managing him too. Mm -hmm. And um, super sick, bro. Also super cool. Like, you know what I mean? yeah, he's he, a cool ass dude. Yeah, bro. He, like, he's pretty chill, cool bro. He's pretty dude, chill. Bro. So, my bad. I kind of like messed up like uh, my question there, but like, how would you describe your music like comparative to like, you know, I know you have like a whole group here. Yeah, well, um, I would definitely, that's, that's an interesting question. You know, I feel like the kind of expression the kind of emotions that i try to get um across my music is just you know very hype like you know what i'm saying very like um just in the moment you know i really make music to you know do drugs to hook up at parties too mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying but also to kind of think and be introspective too as well you know what i mean i try to kind of feed the medicine and just cover it in candy you know what i mean like my music has a lot of deep messaging in it that's um kind of presented in a way that's very low vibrational so people everywhere can kind of understand like you know what i mean the, the kind of vibe i'm trying to get across you know word you know and, and speaking about that you know uh my bad i didn't know if we were, we were gonna get super deep into this like starting uh, in the podcast but like deep, yeah bro, bro. We'll, we'll, we'll get to some places um so you were talking about like you know getting real deep and it's it's funny one of the videos i was kind of just looking at you you did um a kind of uh i think it was like a fundraiser uh with um yeah with your merch and stuff yeah, right yeah, yeah. to like support like mental health and stuff and, and yeah. you, you talked about your life there can you talk a little bit like how that started can we go a little bit like deeper into like what you think about like mental health and stuff yeah bro um you know i'm definitely an advocate for mental health well i mean really like you know i'm a rapper but in reality i always want to be a superhero you know what i'm saying i really want to um use my platform to help people in in my own way like you know what i'm saying i consider myself an anti-hero in a lot of ways and um you know no matter where i go you know i keep certain things with me you know what i mean i was not the kid who who had a ton of bitches in high school i was not the kid who um was a trap star i was a kid doing the drugs okay you know what i'm saying and um and the more that i make music like music is really my escape like the only thing the only form of expression that i had to kind of um you know, deal with a lot of problems that I know a lot of people go through, you know what I mean? And now that, you know, I'm getting traction with my music and people, I'm getting a, a platform with it, you know, I want to remind people like what this shit even is. Like Lonely Leonard was born out of suffering, out of struggle, you know what I mean? And um, even if my music on the surface level is um, about having a good time, it's like I'm having this good time because I'm rewarding myself for all that bullshit that I went through, you know what I'm saying? And um, I want to I want to help ele elevate, you know what I mean? Because I know there's another Lonely Leonard watching me who who's going to be even greater than I am, you know what I mean? So I have to tell them that, um, that you know, this shit is not fake. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not fake. Like, it's completely real. Like, you know what I'm saying? On both sides of the spectrum. Talk to me about your origins. Talk to me about, let, let's start from where you're from, where you grew up. 
Uh, I was born in Montclair. Where? <laughs> yeah, I was where, born where, in Montclair, where? yeah. Um, you know, I grew up in Bloomfield. That's actually where I met um, my manager, uh, just my team in general. Um, you know, you know, small town, small town, small town kid. You know what I'm saying? Um, I spent uh, a large part of my childhood in Philadelphia as well. It's where my mom lives. So I live out growing up. I live with my dad. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I had a hard time as a kid. I had a hard time as a kid. I've always been weird. I've always been crazy. You know what I'm saying? I've always just not been normal. You know? How so? Um, well, first of all, first of all, I've always thought about things on like the deepest level. You know what I'm saying? I always try to understand everything you know what i mean nothing is too weird for me nothing is too strange for me you know what i mean and if i feel a certain way i'm gonna fucking say that shit you know what i mean uh and this is a very fake world this is a very fake world that we live in and and people rather be liked than be honest you know and that got me in a lot of trouble growing up you know what i'm saying it did and uh and i was not the most popular kid you know what i'm saying i was not um the kid that everybody looked to you know what I mean? And it's not until I discovered, you know, my artistic talent, you know what I mean, my voice, that, um, you know, shit changed for me, you know, and I want to change shit for other people too, you know, because, you know, I'm unstoppable, I'm unbreakable, like literally, you know. You talk about, like, you know, the world being very fake and not being very re real. Of course. What are, like, some examples that you think, like, you know, show that? Because, honestly, I, I I feel the same way. Funny enough, um, the business right now and how, like, AO Chill's all kind of working is, like, obviously I have this podcast side, but, you know, this is not really, like, the bread maker, right, for the whole business. There's, like, a whole behind the scenes of what we do, too. And I started, like, social media managing. And it's funny because I've said on, like, so many podcasts that I hate social media. Yeah. I hate it, bro. Like I, 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 like, I feel like you really could only show, like, the best parts of you. And mm -hmm. I find myself, like, you know, like, I see other people and I'm just like, you know, you could be hurting inside. You could be hurting day-to-day -day life. But then all of a sudden you post something and, and, and look, you're at this restaurant. Oh, you're looking at this, you know? Like, oh, yeah. what are some examples that you feel like you see people being fake or, like, you know, in general, like, you feel like could make the industry realer? Well, I mean, yeah, like life is a full spectrum of emotions. You know what I'm saying? Um, people only want to show you when they're winning. You know what I mean? And uh, and what I feel like they don't realize is that that's what makes them uh, not winning at all. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like you really can only relate to people who put their vulnerabilities out there. Like, you know what I'm saying? And um, that's, you know, that's part of the reason why I make music. Like, you know, I need to, I need people to know um, what shit really is. Like, you feel me? Uh and as far as, like, making things realer, I don't know if it would. Like, I mean, the industry is an industry. The industry is about money, okay? You know what I'm saying? Like, these groupies want somebody with clout and money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, you know what I'm saying? These labels want somebody with clout so they can steal their money. Like, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? It's, um, you know what I mean? And I feel like the only thing you could do is just call that shit out. You feel me? That's always who I've been. Like, since the day I was born, I call that shit out. You know what I'm saying? The truth deserves to be said. And um, that's just what I do. I tell the truth in my art. I'll tell the truth on my social media. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not winning 24-7. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, winning is a choice. You know what I'm saying? Happiness is a choice. That's what I choose. Like, so, you know, overall, you know, I just be doing my thing. <laughs> when, when did you get started, like, making music? I made my first... I made my first uh, mixtape when I was 16. Okay, I'm 22. Mm -hmm. um, and it was it was an EP. It was like, and it was all about like my depression. Like literally, it's like I really felt at the end of my rope. You know what I'm saying? I really felt like like life is just so, you know, you know, not to keep overusing the word fake, but everything is just so 
artificial, you know what I'm saying? And also, too, you know, around 16 is when people start discovering, like, you know, oh, I want to make music, da-da-da-da-da. And everybody's fucking lying. Everybody's fucking lying about their life, bro. Everybody's fucking lying about who they are, um, you know what I mean, what they do, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, man, if I'm going to make music, I'm going to make music for me, you know what I'm saying? And um, and I did it, and I, I put out the mixtape and just got reposted by one of the most popping DJs um, in the area, you know what I'm saying? DJ Carvel, shout out to him. And that shit just kind of took off from there, you know what I'm saying? And people would just DM me like, yo, bro, um, this helped me a lot. You know what I'm saying? And it was from there that I knew that um that that's my calling. You know what I mean? To help people with my art. You know what I'm saying? So do you have anybody that in your family or around the, your friend group that you grew up with that like got you into music? Like I'm still like kind of like wondering like, you know, like because like for me, I have I have a similar like um story in the sense that like, you know, like when I was growing up, I went through a lot of depression, like a lot of like, you know, like suicidal thoughts too. And, you know, music was always my outlet. And funny enough, like I don't really have like um a crazy like my family's not musically like the background is not crazy. I think my dad, like, because both of my parents are, like, first-generation um, immigrants. Oh, wow. And, like, I think my dad said he played, like, like the tambourine in a marching band once over there. And he was like, yeah, he's like, I'm a musician. And I was like... <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, yeah. you're bugging, bro. Like, shit, you know what I mean? Because I, I, I started out, like, playing euphonium and stuff, but I didn't really start getting into, like, you know, the cave and, like, you know, trying to make some beats and trying to, like, spit some fire over that. So, like, for you, like, how did that really, like, start for you? Like, what, do, like, did you see anybody who, like, actually, let's let's go with that. How, how did this start for you? Like, when was, like, day one where it was, like, you know, did you start with writing lyrics? Did you start by making beats? Did you start with YouTube beats? Because I know how people do that. Yeah. yeah. Well, for me... For me, my whole journey started when um, a kid that I, I went to school with, because the thing is, it's like I've always had a way with words. You know what I'm saying? I've always just been articulate because I'm a nerd. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, and um, and and I used to like, you know, freestyle like like at lunch and stuff. And mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And it's like for someone for someone that looked like me, like, you know what I mean, I mean, now I got like the whole shit going on but like for someone that looked like me when I was 16, it was like, oh, like you rap, that's crazy. Like, you feel me? And somebody walks into me in the library. He's like, yo. Um, I got beats. You want them? And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I do want them. You know what I'm saying? And because uh, music is always something I wanted to, I, I wanted to explore just because I've always been like an artist. You know what I'm saying? When I was little, I used to want to do comic books. You know, um, I was a tattoo apprentice for a little bit. Word, that's sick. Yeah, 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 yeah. How'd you get into that? Um, see, that's the thing about me, bro. It's like literally, I'm just a lover of art, and I will literally wake up one day. It's like I'm gonna fucking do this. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, literally, I was just like, I love tattoos, and like, I'm 16. I don't even have any fucking tattoos. Like, bro, I love tattoos. I'm just gonna walk into every tattoo shop in the area, and I'll be like, I'm young, and I want to learn tattoos. And and luckily enough for me, like light hand tattoos in Newark. Shout out to them. It's been a long time since I talked to any of those guys, but um. He was like, yeah, bro. Like, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll teach you. You know what I'm saying? Putting together a machine, all that good shit, yada, yada, yada. Um, I had to end up quitting that because literally I was just failing out of school because all I wanted to do was just fucking tattoo all day. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so, so, and then after that, like, I need another outlet, uh, some shit that I could do from home. And then that's how I found music, really. Like, you know, it all started with, um, you know, Javon walking up to me, like, you know, you want some beats? And there it was. And now we're here. That's fine. So did you always go by like, I, I'm a little bit confused and I think other people might be a little bit confused too because I, I, I was kind of confused. Is it so Lonely Leonard and then the other one's like Lowly Filio? Low Life Leo. Low, low, I don't know why. <laughs> Bro, I'm so weird when I, I'm I'm like borderline dyslexic. <laughs> like, like for real. <laughs> like, I, I don't know why yeah, I was reading it. Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so say it again. It's um, yeah, Low Life Leo. Low Life Leo. Lonely Leonard. Because I got my rap name from a book. 
it's called Forgive Me Leonard Peacock. Forgive Me Leonard Peacock. Um, it was a fire book. I'm not even. I'm not even gonna spoil it. What was it. it about? So how did how did you end up getting your name? Okay, so basically, basically, it's a book that my mom gave me when I was younger to like help with like my anxiety, like my depression. It's like a very relatable book to me. Um, I don't even want to spoil it because I don't, I want the people at home to actually read that shit. Right. But um, yeah, so like main character's name was Leonard Peacock, and I was like, damn, like I want to like use this moniker like you know what i'm saying and then you know growing up i was really into marilyn manson mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like the mm like you know or m&m like i was really into mm-hmm. m&m too so i really liked like the two syllables and then i just really took like you know my most excruciating emotion which is like loneliness and then lonely leonard like you know what i'm saying it's like abracadabra like you know what i'm saying it's it's all in one you know what i mean and the low life part low life leo is because um, the first people that I made music with is like a collective, you know, from my hometown, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, a couple of, you know, cause when I started making music, it's like that shit was buzzing around the school. Like, you know what I mean? Like I had full out merch, I had stickers, like all that shit. Like, you know, I've always did it to like the maximum level of art. And people saw that shit and they're like, yo, bro, um, rap with us. And then literally that shit developed me so much. And it was clubs called Low Life, you know what I mean? So, so, you know, I'm Lonely Leonard. Everybody call me Leo. I'm low life Leo. Like, you know, to the death of me. Like, you know what I mean? I always live a low life. You know, people look at me and then they think that um, they know me, that uh, that I'm just like some dirtbag, like whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm low life. That's fire. Leo. Low That's life fire. Leo. So, so, so this first um, rap group that you were in and stuff, how did that go about? So did you did you release music? So you released music first, obviously, and they kind of like called you in the they yeah, found me. So their collective was called like Low Life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Low Life, yeah. Low Life is a collective. Uh, me, um, another really really big artist that's um, a part of it is Tunes Up. You know what I mean? Uh, shout out to him. He got a song with Samaj Savage. Um, you know, so so yeah, we're all local to like Newark, Bloomfield. East Orange kind of area, you know what I mean? Um, we do every, we did everything together, you know what I'm saying? Legal and illegal. And yeah, those are my brothers, man. Yeah. Word. So how did, uh, so do you, do you guys like, are you guys still a collective at all? Or do you oh, guys Oh yeah, like- yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, those, those are my bros, bro. Like literally yeah, I man. see them all the time. What do you feel like is something like you learned the most from being in that collective? Bro, I learned so much shit, bro, from them. Like, so much shit. And mind you, too, like, we're all, like, kids. We're all, like, dummies. Like, you know what I'm saying? But even still, like, the talent level, like, especially from Tunes, especially, it's, like, the talent level really made me, like, rise my artistry. Like, you know what I'm saying? They really taught me, like, how to how to really tap in. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, my manager will tell you, it's, like, literally, I go to the studio, I can write, record, um, you know, add the ad-libs, all that in, like, 10 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Just because it was just so competitive. You know, I, I just wanted to, I wanted to really prove myself to them. You know, the way I rap now was not the way that I rapped then and and now it's just like you know and it's just from them elevating me from them saying like nah this is ass do it different or nah this is fire keep doing this you know what I mean uh and they also you know they also showed me how to like really show my personality and my music like you feel me show show the cockier side of me you know what I mean so yeah owe them everything every every single motherfucking thing in the world shout out Quanadon too Word, bro. I mean, that's fire because it's crazy. Me and Tyreek actually talked about like when he used to be in a collective too. Yeah, and, like yeah, I was no, actually in a boy band with Tyreek for a long time. Word. Yeah. How did that? How did that go? How's, yeah, yeah, yo, yeah. actually, matter of fact, bro, I, bro, Tyreek, I I love you, man. I I really do, bro. I love Tyreek a lot, man. I, and uh, so his um when Nineties Baby came out too, bro. You yeah, you were on Nineties Baby too, yeah, bro. Sick project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. before before I go off the rails, how you you were in a you were in a boy band with him too? Yeah, yeah. So how was that like? I mean, yeah, it was it was cool. Like, you know what I mean? It was cool. Um, you know, we, we were touring together around, like, 
Phoenix kind of area, you know, um, to a lot of dope shows, you know, and then everyone just kind of did their solo thing instead. And, um, yeah, and that's basically where we're at. But obviously, you know, we stay in touch. Word. How was touring? Like, because it's weird, like, to Boston. tour as, like, uh, as a smaller artist, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to BS and, like, act like, you know, we J. Cole, like, moving mm-hmm. around on our own buses and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're playing like, for our own shit. Like, yeah. we're, you know, it's, yeah. How, how is that, like, touring and stuff? Um, it was it was so much fun, so exhausting. Um, it's, it's a whole rigmarole, you know what I'm saying? How does something like that even, like, get started? Like, how do you, like, go from, like, you know, like... Because, like, for me, like, like when I was in a boy band, like, that, it never got to the point where we were touring. It got to the point, like, we got to, like, some cool shows here and there, some, like, you know, grimy shows. Like, I think one time we performed the SOB Lounge, which is, like, a lot of where a lot of people, like, get their start in, like, New York City and stuff. It was pretty fire. Yeah, that, it, it, it was cool. It was definitely cool. But, um, like, to, like, tour and stuff, man. Like, how do you even, like, start... Like, who pitches that idea? Um, well... Now this is this is the part where I give you all the sauce. So it's like when you're touring, there's a lot of different ways to go about it. Um, you can book your own shows with your own supporting acts and stuff like that. That is the way to make the most money. That's what I do now. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I wouldn't really recommend it to people just starting out, just because it's a large headache. It's a lot of stuff to handle. You know what I'm saying? Blah 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 blah. blah. But back in the day when we were touring, we were lucky enough to be in like the college town area. You know what I'm saying? So there were always people. Again, Arizona. Always people Word. trying to get lit, you know what I'm saying? And there's a lot of alt kids. There's a lot of, you know, people that are, like, in the emo kind of, like, or into, like, bands, like, actual bands and shit. So, uh, yeah, we were we just put out content, you know what I'm saying? And also, too, also, too, there's not a ton of black people out there either. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, like, black, black, like, you know what I mean? So um, we're, like, a novelty to a lot of people, especially as, like, a rap rock kind of like fusion thing like we played with the whole band the bass player guitar player drummer Boy, all that right. shit you know what i'm saying so so yeah it's like yeah i mean realistically um if for anyone that's trying to like get started touring or anything like that um really you just got to find some um local acts that kind of like gel with your sounds you got to contact the venues you know see what kind of um acts are trying to bring in the door um having promoters also helps a lot too promoters are a very important part of the event industry those are the people that are like your lifeblood kind of getting your event out there um so how do you how do you even like all right let me let me let's kind of go in order and like what you would need to like actually have a successful show because this shit is like i feel like for a lot of artists who are going to be like listening to this they're going to be like writing in their fucking notepads right now oh yeah so talk to me a little bit about the promoter like what what is a promoter what makes a good promoter and like why are they so important um okay so a promoter a promoter for any kind of event um especially a concert is going to be the person whose sole job it is to spread the word of your event and um, come up with clever strategies to get people through the door. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think as artists, it's really easy to forget like the marketing aspect of this whole artistic shit, just because it's like you know it's like oh I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go on stage I'm gonna do my songs I'm gonna play them really well and it's gonna go fire and uh, you know that's the most important part. But you also need um, you also need to to show the people like where they're going to get out of it. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know what I mean? Are there going to be drinks there? Um, what kind of people are going to be there? Oh, are there girls there? Oh, um, Oh, you know, what are, where are the DJs going to play? Oh, what's your vibe? Like what, what kind of music do you make? Like, you know what I'm saying? Am I going to, you know, am I going to go drunk as fuck or am I going to be smoking a blunt or am I going to just be, you know, wall hugging? Cause you suck. Like, you know what I mean? You need, you need a promoter to kind of create that narrative for people. Um, so you can just focus on, 
on just doing your thing and playing good. You know what I mean? Word. Word. And how about, did you say you perform with a band too? Like you have people like, you know. Once upon a time. Lately, yeah? lately I've been leaning more into kind of like the electronic stuff. So I just word. have like a DJ that I consistently use. Word, word. But yeah, doing it with a band, it's it's um it's the best way to do it like even like you know people you wouldn't even expect like little baby little dirk right Word. like they'll, they'll go on tour they'll do these huge arena shows and they'll still have drummers they'll still have you know guitar players just because yeah. there's nothing like it i feel know? i feel like yeah because it adds more like you know like feeling to a show you know because my background with all of this like i was classically trained in euphonium which oh, is basically damn. just like a mini tuba right so i did that classically and then i was trained in classical um like opera like singing i had a, I had a vocal minor and stuff and i always grew up with the classical world so like for me like whenever i've seen a show where it comes to you actually went to go see a show today too right yeah I went Wicked? to go see Wicked with my yeah, mom that's yeah that's fine how was that though how was it was lit it was alright you went to Broadway yeah. is that another type I'm, of thing I'm in the theater for sure yeah. I mean yeah like I was basically a theater kid I don't know if film counts as theater but yeah super in the theater yeah. super in the theater did they kill it today yeah, yeah. did she did hit that no she she, she was she in that register look yeah. look look they were hitting it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this, is, this is my second time seeing Wicked, too. So Word, you know word, I mean? word, word. Not, not bad at all. No, Wicked's, Wicked's fire, dude. Yeah, Wicked's, Wicked's Wicked. And then, you know what's funny? I was actually just thinking about it today because I was driving back. I was actually in New York the same time you were in New York, but I was out in B&H, like, picking up more equipment for, like, this. Mm -hmm. And, um, like, driving back, like, right by uh, American Dream, like, there's a big, yeah. wicked, like, uh, poster. It's like, yo, get your tickets now. Cause oh, yeah, yeah. They're trying to get yeah, asses yeah, and yeah. seats, boy. It was a yeah, packed wait, house. It was wait, a packed wait, house. Wait, hey, wait. look. They killed it. <laughs> yeah, they, they killed yo, my bad. I, I always sidetrack the shit out of stuff. So tell me about um so getting a band together. We we're talking about like it's there's just like for me, there's nothing like like seeing a band and seeing a rapper with the band like too. I feel like that's where I feel like we should be pushing it more towards. Like I'm not no hate towards DJs, cause DJs really kill it. And honestly, like if you have a big ass show and you're a big arena, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. But I feel like when you have these smaller shows, if you're even if you just have like like 300 500 people in there like getting that band like getting it to like feel in there you know it's crazy D did you like put together a band did, was there already a band that existed oh, and no, you just like play on top the of band, my shit the band was appointed to me <laughs> the, band, the band was appointed to me um and yeah like i feel like um live music you know live music as far as like with instruments is a lot more organic like you know what i mean oh, yeah, uh, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, it's an that. instrument like you know these musicians are artists that express themselves through this piece of machinery like you know what i mean the drums the bass the guitar and um it's the kind of emotion and you know a good guitar player a good bass player it's like it's almost like they're singing like you know what right. i mean just full range just like expressing themselves through that music a dj is a little bit different i feel like djing is kind of like more like composition you know what i mean you're just like we're taking all these sounds and i'm not playing them but you know I'm, I'm bringing them together to create a world for you um but again it's like there's really nothing like um a band if you can get a band and also too if you can get a band um it opens up your door, the doors for you. Like, you know what I'm saying? For you sure. could do you could do more stuff because we were doing yeah. like rock shows and shit. Like we, yeah, you could play you know. around with that stuff. Yeah, you sure. really can. You really for can. For sure, yeah. Cause, and, and also just think about it too. Like, it, it's hard to like, when you think about it, like the opening acts before like, you know, you go on and do your main stuff, like a DJ could kill it because, you know, like yeah. all he has to do is like, click, I got hoes and yeah. everybody's like, ah! Right, but then if you have a band and they're just playing like their own stuff and nobody knows them, sometimes it's hard for mm -hmm. them to kick up. Yeah, you, know you have I mean? to play your ass off for people to give a fuck about you, bro. Like literally, and um, but that's that's part of the you know that's part of the pound, that's part of the challenge. You know what I mean? It's like you know, like and just come out just like you know, just like lightning, like you know what I mean, like thunder. Like you have to because you got to get them to remember you. It's like especially when we were doing these rock shows, it was like 
um, like 10 different bands. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like 10 different bands. How are we different from, from them? You know what I'm saying? How, how are we going to show our eyes to different than them? Like, you know, so, you know, and we're all, and we're all dealing with the same instruments. We both got, we all got a, a bass guitar and a, and a drum, but how, how the fuck are we gonna, you know, do our thing? Um, I definitely think, uh, you know, especially in hip hop, like we need to use more instruments and shit. Like, lose yourself. Like, what the yeah, fuck? Wait, like, what wait, the fuck? Wait, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, a guitar, or a bass, like, changes changes the whole shape, bro. It makes it classic. So, talk to me about you on stage. What kind of makes you different? Like, what do you bring to the table? What do you bring to the stage? Mm-hmm. You know, when you're up there, when you're rapping, like, why would people come to your show? Well, I don't know. I'm ADHD, bro. Like, literally, <laughs> like, like, literally, it's like even like sitting down sometimes. I'm just like, mm-hmm. well, I'm like. A, a shook out soda bro like literally and um when i come on the stage um people can look at me and they can just look at my face and they can just look at my energy and they can know what i'm gonna bring to them like you know what i mean it's like it's like you can't sit still around me like you know what i mean i talk a mile a minute like you feel me like if i'm there i'm there to perform you know there's and the stage is where i was born the stage is where i belong you know what i mean when you when you see me on stage it's like you're seeing me in my house because that's where i live like you know what i mean and um the same way that i'm gonna welcome you into my house like you know i'm gonna look comfortable i'm gonna welcome you into my fucking show and you're gonna be comfortable you know what i'm saying um and you're gonna know what happens at the show stays at the show like you feel me it's like you don't have to be embarrassed um, to be fucking lit because it is fucking lit. It's Lonely Leonard. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know, it's funny. I talked to Tyreek about this before. Was there any point? Because I, me, myself, I'll give you an example. Um, so, obviously, I've been performing for a lot, like, yeah. whether it comes to classical music or, like, you know, like, uh, hip-hop too, like, when we were at SOBs and stuff. Um, there was times on stage where, like, I completely, like, fucked up or something. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had, like, a moment that you had where you're like, oh, shit, where, like, maybe, like, you forgot a verse or maybe, like, you fucking tripped or some shit? Oh, hell yeah, bro. Like, literally, we would perform the same, no- same song every single fucking day and and i remember one time we were on stage and i literally forgot the all the words to my own goddamn song <laughs> it and happens it happens when that happens you just be like yeah yo yo, yo how y'all feeling tonight <laughs> yo, yo, yo. and then just hope and just hope that something comes in your brain now that's also like the benefit of like having like uh, like live musicians because then you know it's a lot easier to get the song started back up again like yeah. you know what I mean they'll just you know versus with the DJs like run the track back guys like you know but ultimately it's like it's only a mistake if you let it be known that it's a mistake you know what I mean otherwise it's intentional I fucked it up on purpose what are you talking about you know what I mean so talk to me a little bit about your music process too because I'm, I'm very interested in that because like you have a, a huge disc- discography out right and it's like I mean that's something to be proud of I always tell people like whether you release like one song whether you like three and when people like release like multiple albums multiple projects like that's just insane and I feel like people really don't understand the work it takes the love it takes the time it takes to really be in that studio and like re-record record and like you know wait until it's like perfect in your eyes to release right so what's kind of like your music process when it comes to writing songs do you like more heavily like go with rap rather than like doing the lyrics as well i just spit them out bro like it's really it's really hard to explain um it's like um i just let the beat you know it's gonna sound so pretentious but i just let the beat speak to me you know what i mean i just close my eyes i just listen to the snares you know what i'm saying i listen i listen to the melodies and stuff like that and then i and i and i just 
feel it on a visceral level. Like, you know what I mean? And like I said, it's like ADHD, like, bro, I can talk like a million miles a minute and like, and then just linking words together that rhyme is just so second nature to the point. And then, you know, so I, I always just start with that. Like, what does this song make me feel? And then I'm like, you know, um, what kind of flow do I want to hit it with? It's like, you know, do I want to impress them or do I want them to kind of like listen to my words? Do I want to like make them laugh? Like, you feel me? Like I have a very goofy style. It's like, I, I, you know, I go for the punchlines and shit. Like, you know what I mean? I want people to, I want to say shit that sticks in people's minds. That's probably the most important aspect to me. It's like, you know, you, you hear a million songs a day. You hear a million songs from a bunch of, you know, independent artists every single day. You know what I mean? Um, but when you hear Lonely Leonard, you remember him. And why is that? Because every bar isn't, every bar is important. You know what I'm saying? Every line is important. You know what I'm saying? Every cadence is important. And, um, and literally, and literally I understand that the way that music works now, it's so short attention span. So it's like, literally, I just crack, just like a crack of lightning. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, here's everything you need to know about me. If this is the only song you ever heard from me, you're going to know it's fucking me. Like, you know what I mean? And, um, and I just spit them out. Like, literally, it's like, we had a session like the other day, like, like literally, literally wrote the verse, recorded it, and recorded recorded a music video in, like, the span of 30 minutes, bro. It's, like, it's just nonstop. Like, I, I don't even know what's wrong with me. <laughs> is there, like, a specific song that you were, like, extremely proud about? Or is, like, there any lyrics that kind of, like, come up to your head when you're, like, yo, I wrote that shit and it was fire? Um, I would I would say as of right now, I would say as of right now, my best song is Growing Pains, which is my solo one off of the collab album Tyreek. Um, you know, I'm really proud of that one just in terms of, because because that's the thing too. It's like rapping is so second nature to me. Now it's like I'm really been delving into like the production side of it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, that's why, you know what I'm saying? I've been shifting so DJ heavy. You know, I got a lot coming on with that. And um, and also too, it's a very personal story. It's the story of my come up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Same way I'm explaining it to you, I'm explaining that music, but I put it in a way that's that's poetic. Like, you know what I'm saying? That you feel in your heart. Like, you know, so, um, you know, and it's not too much. It's not too little, you know? So, so yeah, I would say that one's a banger for sure. Word, word, word. <laughs> so when it comes to also like, it's weird. I found when I, I like, I don't like to consider myself a rapper or anything. Like, Funny, like, I've, I have rapped on songs. Yeah. But, like, for me, it's more, like, just poetry and stuff. Because I find it very difficult. Like, I feel like whenever you start, like, especially when I look at, like, my first stuff that I ever rapped on, I'm like, damn, I sound corny mm -hmm. as hell. Like, like the, the, the flow could be that. Actually, I feel like it's a mixture of, like, flow and like how you actually speak and say shit, it's you know delivery. what I mean? It's like the you have delivery. to believe what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because like I'm just like I don't, I don't, like, I don't know. Like, do you feel like you've also like you know kind of like metamorphosized from like when you started to like where you are now? And if yeah. so, like where where do you see like the differences in yourself that you've improved in? Well, I mean, I feel like when anybody gets started, um, you're gonna be really derivative of the artists that you respect the most. Like, you know, what I mean, I my first. My first mixtape, I sounded like Earl Sweatshirt. Like you feel me? Because I was like my favorite rapper. I just wanna, I just wanna rap like Earl Sweatshirt, bro. And um, and over time, it's like I could, I could just express a wider range of emotions. Especially as my life changed, because I went from being the depressed kid to um, the kid that's always on, always doing shows, always just putting out music. You know what I'm saying? You're getting recognized on the street, like yo, bro, like I saw you, like you know what I'm saying? And then that affected me differently. You know what I'm saying? That affected me differently, and um. And, and now it's like, and now it's like, I have like a fire in me. Like, you know what I'm saying? I have a fire to be great, to be, to be the best period. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and, um, and I keep that confidence with me. You know what I'm saying? I keep that confidence in my heart. So when I say it, when I speak, when I rap, 
you know what I'm saying? Um, you have to feel it because it's the truth. You know what I'm saying? It's the truth. It touches you because it's the fucking truth. You know what I mean? And um, that's just the passion that I bring to it. You know what I mean? So um, as far as like the difference before I was like understated and that was genuine. Like, you know what I'm saying? I genuinely did not know what my life would be. And now I know what my life will be. I know my future. Like, you know what I'm saying? I know my destiny and I speak it into existence and people believe it because it's true. Yeah, dude, manifestation is a huge part of this. Manifestation it's, from it's, nothing. Yeah, bro, because, I mean, like, even, like, I never thought, like, I'd be, like, sitting here doing this shit, bro. Like, it, it's, it's, keep it's open. fine, you know? You got you to gotta keep open. You got to keep, like, going towards shit, you know what I mean? I think sometimes I look back at some of the projects I worked on, and I'm like, damn, I really wish I, like, believed it myself because maybe it would have worked out, you know? Um, sometimes I feel like people give up too soon when they don't see results, you know? And it's just, like... You don't go to the gym and go hard. You could go 150% in the gym on one day and like, you know, like you'll be sore and like you put in the work and you know, like you'll feel it. But it's like the next day you won't wake up with a six pack. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you don't even need to put in that 150. Some days you're going to be like 80, 70, mm -hmm. but you stay consistent with that shit over time. You're going to see glow ups, man. For yeah, real. hope something to give yourself, bro. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Faith is what makes things possible. You know what I mean? And ultimately, um, you have to ask yourself, it's like, am I being a consumer or am I being a creator? You know what I mean? When we, when we envy others, when we look at others and see what they have and like, you know, compare our own journey to theirs, you're just consuming them. Like, you know what I mean? And, and they did, they created that for themselves so you can consume it. And that's fine. It's fine to admire others. You know what I'm saying? I admire lots of people, but in the grand scheme of things, I'm trying to do this shit for myself. Like, you know what I mean? I'm trying to do this shit for myself. And you can't um, find yourself just wandering down the path of imitating others because imitating others is is pointless because they're already them. You know what I mean? You're not going to be a better them. You know what I mean? Avoid stepping in a, in a big man's shoes. Like, you feel me? Um, what makes you different is what makes you special. Basically, you know, word, word, word. So, you know what I like? Uh, I think when I was when I kind of stalking you and figuring out like how this like, you know, this would all go and I was just chilling. You're very outspoken. And I really fuck with that because like I feel like the same way. Like if you got to ask me something, I'm going to tell you how the fuck it is. You ask me if I like you, I'll tell you. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's not a big deal to me. Like I just like to be real. Um, we're going to we're going to get into that in a second. But I, what I what I really want to know, because I'm interested, are there are which artists do you fuck with the most mm -hmm. and which artists do you not fuck with? Oh, boy. Well, um, I fuck with a lot of artists. I fuck with a lot of artists. Um, you know, artists I know personally, like uh, Tunes Up, you know what I mean? Uh, shout out to Tyreek, you know what I mean? Seeing Label Mate. Um, I like Samad Savage a lot, too. Um, local to Montclair. I, he's someone I'm a fan of. Um, and just like a fan of, like, I don't know him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, dude, he actually did a, a song with a girl that I had on. She was actually the, what's she? What are you talking about, Lex? Uh, Lupe. Lupe, okay. Lupe Dragon. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was actually the last episode of last season. I, oh, I interviewed man. her. And yeah, she actually just like, I think maybe two weeks before we had the podcast, she had just released a song with Samad. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's a cool guy. He's, he's a cool guy. He, and he, he does a lot of charity work too. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of why I fuck with him too because it's like similar vibe. Word. You know. But artists that you fuck with. So you're talking about local artists. What about like bigger artists? Like artists who inspire you? Oh, artists that inspire me? Um... Uh, my favorite rapper is Eminem. Um, I Interesting. Really, Why? Yeah. Well, because Eminem doesn't give a fuck. You know, he tells mm -hmm. you how it is, and he's not perfect. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like, but he's honest. 
You know what I mean? He's one of the people that just got me into music in general. It's like I, I started to understand what it could be. You know what I mean? And um, just his technical ability as a rapper uh, is fire. It's fire. It's fire. Insane. It's yeah. insane. I, I, I don't think his, like, um, what was that album that came out? It was, was it Kamikaze? Was that the name? Or was Kamikaze that the name? is insane. Bro, Kamikaze was fire, dude. When that shit came out and people were like, oh. Surprise like, dropped. I was like, bro, it's all mm. I could listen to ever. Yeah, people were like, oh, M fell off or whatever. Nah, bro. He's like, and the fact that he's not goaded, like, within a lot of people's, like, you know, like, lists and shit, you know what I mean? It's crazy. He's, he's, listen, I can't say, I can't say top five, you know what I mean? But for a fact, he's in top 10. For a fact, you know what I mean? Hey, I would, I, top five. I would right. argue, I would argue top five for me too. Yeah. I would argue because there's like, but like to anybody else, because I forget. He's who, the best white rapper of all time. Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, like, there's logic now. Actually, he's biracial. Yeah, let's yeah, yeah, sorry. I, I fuck with his stuff. Yeah, some, yeah, some, he seems like a nice some, some of some of his stuff is like a little corny, I guess. Yeah, because it's like, like you know, it's like spiritual lyrical miracle rap. You yeah. know what I mean? Which I can appreciate too. I have some spiritual lyrical miracle songs too. You know, uh, yeah, I feel like, and that's and you know, to bring back to Eminem, it's like literally, I feel like a lot of people put him in that box. But you have a favorite M song? Oh man, oh buddy, probably like No Apologies. It's like a deeper cut. Um, as far as like one of the more popular ones, maybe like. And there's so many, bro. You know what? You know what I really fucked with with Eminem. What? Because like he was like one of the first rappers like I really grew up with. Um, him and like Andre 3000 were like yeah, my Andre's shit, insane. Yeah, dude. Like they were insane, like my shit, bro. But Eminem's D12, bro. D12, D12 bro. I had both those albums in iTunes, bro. bro. This were fire, Yo, bro. Like literally. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Like Devil's Night. You know, it's probably one of my favorite albums, bro. Yeah, Just dude. albums. Yeah, like, dude. And crazy. You, you know, always. What always um, comes into my head whenever I think of D12 is uh, the music videos that they would release. Yeah, and, um, big inspiration song, for my videos. The, uh, these chicks don't even know the name of my band. Yeah, that song. I remember the end of that song in the music video. They had the part and he dresses up like in like a sombrero, like a whole like, you know, like marachi like type band outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just like, it's random. It's like, my salsa. My salsa <laughs> makes, I, I think it takes off the girl's underpants or some yeah. shit like that, bro. Yeah, I remember watching that show and that was my favorite part. Like, I was just like, yo, my salsa, bro. Cause I was, I'm, I'm just not afraid to be yeah. goofy, bro. He's yeah, not bro. afraid to be angry or like, you know, happy, like introspective, like, you know what I'm saying? Vulnerable. Yeah, and and I miss some of his like older stuff, like his his satire stuff. Yeah. Like, um, what was the last satire thing he like really released? It was the one, um, oh, dude, I forget, bro. But he like there was this whole a uh, music video with it, and it probably has like some celebrities that we fuck with today. I think it had Sarah Palin in it. Oh, we're talking about, about Kim we made you. Like, yeah, yeah, we made yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, like when that, that came out, album, bro. Yeah, it's no like, one releases stuff like that no yeah, more. Yeah, it's, like, it's hard because people are afraid of being disliked. Yeah, you know or I mean? even canceled. Bro. Yeah, or getting canceled. Like you know what I mean? It's like look. This is art, bro. It's like to a certain extent. And now, look, people make problematics up all the time. You know what I mean? Call those people out, sure. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, um, I want you to I want you to feel something. You know what I mean? It's like, and that's why I got so much steez from Eminem because it's like, it's like regardless. And it's like also too, he's very clever. Like you know what I mean? It's like he knows what will bother people. He knows what people don't want you to talk about. And then that's why, and that's why he says them because it's like this is art. Like what you know what I mean? Like why do you have such a stick up your ass? Like bro. You know what I mean? So, yeah, the GOAT, Eminem. So, <laughs> who are some artists that you don't fuck with? Uh, like, that I know, or just in general? I mean, like, just, like, in general. Like, what are some, like, artists? Like, I know, like, Kanye. Like, I mean, like, right now, he's getting, like, a yeah, lot Kanye's of Kanye's a controversial flag. dude right now. Yeah, dude. Um, 
I don't fuck with Tory Lanez, even though I think his music is fire. But like, you know what I'm saying? I'm pretty. I'm Tory pretty Lanez is interesting because you know what's funny? When we started the podcast, mm-hmm. Tory Lanez was doing his um, IG lives like yeah, during the virus and like stuff. His quarantine radio, but iconic yeah. moments. Like he's definitely an iconic. Yeah, artist, that, that, like. that, that that was super iconic. That was super iconic because I remember when there was nothing mm-hmm. else to do. We're in the middle of the pandemic and stuff. Like literally, all I was doing was basically like waking up, jerking off, going to mm-hmm. sleep, playing video games. Like that's all I was doing. Yeah, that's like, all there was to do. It was yeah, it was really bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really bad. And um, uh, I remember, like, he, he, like, was getting all this traction. Like, he was having the biggest numbers at the time, like, like on Instagram Live. Because Instagram Live wasn't popping like that before yeah, that. It was like, like... The pandemic really, yeah, like, skyrocketed. Because it was actually, like, bro. when you had 20K views or 20K viewers on, like, on Instagram, like, that was a big deal. Yeah, huge. Yeah, and then huge. I remember he... Re- I think he reached 100K one time, one day. And I forget who was the next person who went on Instagram Live, but he, like ripped like ripped his like like uh world record or whatever i think six nine him. had the biggest one Yo, for a while six nine yeah yeah, dude. yeah that was a whole mm-hmm. era too i guess i don't fuck with six nine either you don't fuck with six yeah, nine either? Like, i don't fuck with six nine either like weird no, weird weird i i have a love-hate relationship See, with six, six nine. nine i can respect because it's kind of like the eminem <laughs> effect where it's like everyone hates me and i don't care like you mm-hmm. know what i mean i definitely respect that aspect of it but i feel like he's like a good example of like of like you need, you need like some values to stand on like you know what I mean but yeah, I, mean. I mean I can look I there's when Six Nine was dropping his records I thought those shits were fire like Kuda Gummo I thought all those shits were fucking fire mm-hmm. bro I still think those shits are fire even even the song he made when he came back out of jail I thought the shit was pretty good word you know dude I mean? yeah like like, like the, and and he also had the song with with Fetty too he did have a song yeah, with Fetty he had a song I with Fetty, Fetty a lot I, like too. yeah I, I fuck, fuck with Fetty yeah. hell I mean, bro Jersey like yeah you know hell yeah bro everybody fucks with Fetty yeah dude yeah like. I don't know. So funny enough, we're, uh, it's kind of what I wanted to segue into. You know, six nine, obviously a very controversial figure, and I feel like a lot of people would try to cancel him, and like basically what I'm trying to get into is cancel culture. You know mm. what I mean? I feel like that's very prevalent. It's going to continue being prevalent in what we're trying to do. Like especially even like posting a podcast. You know, one of the biggest things with this podcast is that I don't cut anything out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like this is an open environment. It's a chill environment. But not only that, it's an environment where you could learn. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, on this podcast, at some point, like I'm planning to have uh, this guy who's like super like. So uh, I don't know how else to put it, but like, very controversial. You know what I mean? Type type. You know, like. Um, I don't want to say like Republican, but I mean like you know, yeah, like, you know what I mean. It's like he, that wheelhouse. It, it's definitely like you know not like open to a lot of stuff. But I want to have him on kind of just to let him speak, speak his mind, so we could learn from each other. Yeah, you know beauty I mean? and diversity. Yeah, I, I don't like the division of people. I really I really like to stand on the values of peace, love, and unity. You know what I mean? And no, I, literally. I, I think that's within like all humans and stuff. You know, but um, cancel culture. Weird enough, I kind of have like a weird theory on it, and I kind of want to just get your input on <laughs> Yo, it. Yeah, tell me the theory. I don't think people could really get truly canceled. I more think about yeah, it as so like, yeah, like I, I really don't think people like, let me think about this for a second, how I want to word this. I think canceling a person is only like the only way to officially cancel somebody is if you do it through like the justice system, yeah. which is also <laughs> kind of fucked. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's like- six nine would have been canceled 
if his trial went the way that like you know like his haters wanted it to go or like, yeah like he was locked me, up he'd be canceled you know, you know what like I mean? um another controversial figure like r kelly you know yeah, what i mean like yeah r like, kelly canceled but like yeah because yeah, i mean up, like, like if he wasn't locked up though let's think about this for a second if he wasn't locked up he'd still be doing shows to pack he, he, he'd be doing shows bro yeah. people would be listening to his music you know what i mean and you can't really cancel him because if he gets away from that like you can't really stop him you could like i remember i'll never forget i was in the car with one of my friends and um, we were talking about Chris Brown, right? Yeah. And I don't, I don't really fuck with Chris Brown like that. I mean, Chris, like Chris Brown is another spicy one. Yeah, because it's like, dude. Yeah, has, and has like he's, he has still releases music, but like it's it's so crazy because like you know I'll listen to a song like he, he like just released or something, or I'll see like some press about it, and obviously like I'll watch it because like you know it's it's not even the fact that I like him; it's just like his promotions, the people, his team, like they do a really good job at doing it. Yeah, he's you know one of the biggest artists in the world. Yeah. You know? So like you know I see something and I'll be watching it, but then like I forgot I was on TikTok. Right, and I'm scrolling through, and this guy starts reading the police like investigation reports on like what happened with Rihanna. Yeah. And I don't know if y'all ever seen that shit, but like that shit goes. Like, oh yeah, it sounds like it sounds like that's just like a horror novel. That's like, just disgusting, like, crazy. Yeah, that's just disgusting. And people can and people can just let it roll off their back. See, I mm. you know especially with me personally, it's like. I feel like you need to assess people's values, like an artist's values, before you're out here standing them. You know what I mean? It's like, because look, at the end of the day, you know, I don't knock people for liking art. Like like I said, it's like, even like someone like Tory Lanez, 6 9 they still make music that I like. Like, you feel me? And I'm not going to take away from that. Right. And I'm not even going to say that they're not talented. And even like 6 9 like, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you feel me? It's like, I'm not going to take away that they're talented. But, but ultimately, like I said, it's like, you know, it just, you know, it just contrasts with how I view my art like you know mm-hmm. what i mean i try to make my shit to better people's lives like feel me even if i'm making a song about fucking nothing it's like ultimately at the end of the day you should want me to win because i'm trying to get everybody to win you know what i'm saying and i'm not trying to stop anybody i'm trying to you know embody like equality you know what i'm right. saying I embody like good shit you know what i mean like good shit like you know what i mean if you see me on the street i'm a good guy like you know i try to be you feel me try my best like you feel me and i feel like um People and again, it comes back to this fake world. It's like people want attention. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? People, people like these people because um, they think aligning themselves with another successful person is going to get them somewhere. No, you know what I mean. You got to stand on your own shit. You feel me? People respect them more when you stand on your own fucking shit. And that means sometimes you have to say, yeah, fuck that famous person or fuck that popular person. Mm-hmm. Like I don't give a fuck. Like you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, um, I you know they're not doing anything for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Fucking Chris Brown's not doing shit for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, like, no, that's that's really big facts because it's hard sometimes for people to 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 think about you know artists that way. You know, because um, it's weird. I have also like a love hate relationship with like how people glorify artists like out of like like you know super big because i feel like yeah, like hero worship celebrity worship mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah because i feel like you know from doing this podcast and stuff like i just realized like it's it's funny like not that i just realized but i like you know you start thinking like every everybody's just human you know what i mean and these people outside of like you know social media and stuff like one of the biggest things i don't like about social media because it seems fake but there's also a realness to it like you know like what kanye's going through right now like yeah. I, I can't tell if it's like mental health or i can't tell if he's being real about this because he's also an artist so he's obviously going to put out his feelings out into social media in an interesting way and some people might grab that some people might not some people might see it as insanity some people might be like no this is like the real yay and everything you know and but at the end of the day this is a father 
Yeah, he's just a regular dude. And, 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 and like, you know, you know a, I mean? like, a mother, they have kids. And, like, yeah. to me, like, you know, like, I, uh, my niece was just born, like, last year, oh, September. Wow, thank you, thank you. And, like, you know, I'm thinking about it. And it's so different when you have little people in your life because you're just like, damn, everything I do is going to affect this kid. Yeah. And I'm just thinking about his children now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they have to grow up in this social media world. They have to grow up. That's and some I'm, of the most famous people on the planet. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, you know, we're gonna we're gonna segue into a little bit about mental health, but like with the mental health behind that too, like you know, like I realized probably about like two years ago that money doesn't mean happiness. Right. It doesn't. You could be as rich as fuck, like you could win the lottery, but if you don't have your mind right, if you don't love yourself, like you really just won't find that happiness. Like money is kind of like a quick like monetary, like a quick monetary, obviously monetary, but it's a quick like um dopamine boost to whatever yeah. you want, you know? And then if you keep feeding that dopamine, feeding that dopamine, eventually it's going to catch up to you. You know what I mean? You could smoke a blunt, you know what I mean? But at some point, that high is going to come down, you know? And then it's like, all right, well, I hear people, I just won't let the high come down. I'll just mm. keep buying weed. And I was like, all right, you keep buying weed, keep buying weed. Then it's like, all right, your money runs out. What mm. happens? Oh, I don't let my money run out. Cause mm. I, you know, actually, drug dealers are kind of conflicting to, yeah. to the point because literally they can just keep buying like and selling. And yeah, they're, they're, I mean, they're, they're yeah, you, you pay for that in sweat equity. It's mm -hmm. like, like in Get Rich, Die Trying. It's like once you factor in all the shit that you got to do once you're selling drugs, it's like, it's like minimum wage if you think about Word. it. You know, I mean, life's a life's a trip, bro. It's like I really view life as one big high. Like you know what I'm saying? That mm -hmm. we all come up from and come down from. We're born and we have all the energy. You know what I'm saying? Then we slowly phase to nothing and then we fucking die. Like you know what I'm saying? And I feel like, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, it's like it, you, you sometimes you just gotta surrender yourself to it. You know what I mean? Uh, life isn't something to be surmounted or something to be. Um, you know, beaten. It's something to be experienced. It's reality. Like you feel me? It's like there's certain things you can't change. You know what I'm saying? It's it's really just surrendering yourself to to just the ocean of of you know fucking existence, mm -hmm. and you know trying to make your peace with it. You know, and then do what you can. Word. I I actually it's very interesting hearing you talk about like life and the way like you kind of just like view stuff and. Like we're we're gonna get a little deeper into this, so like if there's anything you don't want to answer at any point, bro, don't be afraid. Just be like, yo, let's bro, I'm an open bud. What's up? Where, but like, <laughs> I'm really interested because, so I feel like you're obviously in a in a different journey from your work because you did share on social media before. I think it was like 13 and 16. You yeah. attempted, you know, suicide. Yeah, and, shit. and that, that that shit gets you know that that ship's deep. And you know, on my side of stuff too, like I actually attempted when I was around 13 too. I was like in eighth it's grade. Tough stuff. age, tough yeah, age. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like a, tough age. Bro. Yeah, it's it's a really tough weird age. age, and I feel like especially our generation, how oh, we were getting into stuff. You know, I feel like. A lot of our generation, a lot of our age, like I'm 24 right now, like our parents didn't grow up with the technology that we have. And it's like, overwhelming. Yeah, and like the, the, the bullying and like, you know, it's kind of like different because you're so attached to your phone. Like now, like for me, like I don't give a shit. Like I don't, I don't really feel like I could get like bullied online because I'm just like, all right, I'll just shut off my phone. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if I see it, I, I think it's funny. And I, don't, I, I actually embrace it now. You kind of grow thick skin when you're like putting shit out yeah, on the internet. It's like, like, yeah, because like, I mean, like, you know, like, fuck, you know, fuck it. And actually, yeah. I'll never forget. I actually said this story on, on, on Tyreek's podcast when I had my first hater ever when I released the song um, I was in Newark 
and I slapped my sticker onto like a pole and something, right? And I paid for the Instagram like um, advertisement. Yeah, shit, like right? a little boost. Yeah, bro. There was some guy from Newark who commented. He's like, "Hey, take that shit down. <laughs> if I see you around, I'm gonna beat the fuck out of you." It was hilarious, dude. I loved it, and I saw it, and I was like, "Yo, thank you so much." Because like, like, I'd be more offended if they weren't paying attention. Yeah, dude. Because someone took the time out of their day to write something to yeah, me, bro. That's like, how I, I see you, it, bro. And you know what I'm saying? And <laughs> the opposite of love isn't hate; it's apathy. You know what I'm saying? When people don't care about you, those are the people that don't love you. People mm-hmm. that hate you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like you tickle them still. Like, you know what I mean? I, I live off of that. You know, so, I live on the hate. So talk to me a little bit about like how you, how it was when you were 13, kind of moving into when you were 16 and like how it got better or if you're still struggling with this. Like what, what, what's what's the kind of like the story behind that? Well, you know, I'm a lover boy. You know what I'm saying? Since mm-hmm. the day I was born, bro, literally. And like both the times, both the times where it's like, okay, Time to end it all. It was over a girl. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I feel like um, love in general is a big reason why a lot of people commit or, like, you know, attempt, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I feel like that kind of stems from, you know, inner insecurity. You know what I'm saying? Toxic masculinity. Fucking, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, and you know, I feel like a lot of the times, um, especially men, like, fucking use use the woman of their affections as like an avatar of all their problems and when they reject them it's like the reason why none of the shit in your life is going correct like you know what i mean and as far as and as far as um beating that it's really just in more investment in myself like you know what i mean it's like you know i don't need to be super popular because you know what i'm saying i can make my song i'll put it out got ten thousand views like you know what i'm saying it's like what that is popularity quote unquote and you there's other stuff than that too but it's like you know what i mean i'm grinding on myself like you know what i mean fuck what everybody else thinks like you know what i'm saying what do i think of myself you know what i mean what you know what i mean and there's so many things and the things i don't like about myself um certain things i can change like you know what i mean certain things i can get better like you know what i mean i can become smarter faster stronger like you feel me i can become more more mentally tough like you know um and and basically art saved me you know what i'm saying art in general rap saved me like um, just, you know, being creative, like, you feel me, uh, just, uh, there's a word for it, uh, sublimation, you know, like sublimate, sublime, it's like, um, you, you take the bad things and you turn them good, like, you feel me, and look, I'm not Dr. Phil, like, you feel me, I'm not in the position to solve anybody's problems, but what I'm trying to say is that, um, you'll never regret investing in yourself, you know what I mean, if, if the, you know what I'm saying? If the fucking chaos of the outside world is um, making you and you're internalizing it, you know what I mean? You're internalizing it. Then it's just time to shut out the outside world. You know, it's time to be lonely. It's time to do your own thing. And then by the time that you reemerge, people are going to be like, wow, you've been doing this the whole time. But it's like, no, it's like I got to work on it. I had to become this person. And um, here I am, bitch. So, yeah. Oh, dude. No, no, no. That's, that's super fire. Like, I really, I really, I really resonate with that, dude. Thanks. What would you, what would you say to yourself? To your sixteen-year-old self, buy Bitcoin. <laughs> that's the perfect fucking answer, dude. I, actually, actually, that's, right, that's right, the right, best right, fucking right, answer you right, could have right, said. I can tell myself like, "Oh, bro, it gets better, yada yada." yada but I'm gonna be like, yeah, "Yo, bro, Doge." When that comes out, bro, buy a ton, fuck, buy a ton, bro. Fuck, are you into cryptocurrencies like that now? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I fall off and on with it. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 Every yeah, person that's yeah, talking about that shit, yeah, Tristan dude. is crazy with that shit, bro. Uh, I know, yeah, he's I know. crazy with that yeah, shit, bro. With the Doge, yo, I, bro, yo, he be making some bro. take a class from him or some shit, bro. Like, yeah, dude. Because I, I've been I've been peeping into that shit too. Like, we're actually um 
I don't I don't I don't want to announce anything on 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 the podcast mm-hmm. yet, but, yeah, but yeah, we are working yeah. on some stuff. We are working on some stuff like right now, so it'll be super dope when we when we do get to release that. That's fucking that's. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking back to like mm-hmm. uh, what what I just asked him. Oh, when he's 16. All right, bad, bad, bad. <laughs> yeah. no, I fuck with that though. It's it's crazy. I feel like for me it was. Learning to love myself. It, like, learning to actually truly love yourself is the biggest thing. Because I'm actually too, like, I was always really big on love and relationships. And when I realized that, like, my emotion, like, I'm a very I'm a very emotionally attached person. Yeah. And um, Love hard. Yeah. And I think there's a there's a good balance in between that, you know. And I, and I tried to make that come off of my, pod, my podcast. And, like, you know, in future music that I want to release, like, I've always wanted that to be a big thing, you know, to talk about. Because I feel like, you know, there's a lot of people who go through heartbreak. And when they go through that heartbreak, you know, it leads you into a really dark place. It crushes you. It crushes yeah. you. It, it becomes everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, yeah. And and it's it's so weird how create like I'll I'll get super real with you for a second. So like for me like the worst the heartbreak of my life was like when I was like I was in this long ass relationship with this girl and then like we broke up. But it wasn't kind of like a clean breakup. It was like really like like messy. Like, it was it was you know matter of fact. It wasn't. It wasn't the. It wasn't. I actually wasn't messy at all. Like it had its little things here and there, but like internally messy. How it happened was like you know when she cut it off, she kind of just like ghosted me. Mm. Like after that, Mm. and it's like you're with a girl for like two and a half years, and then all of a sudden she falls off the face of the earth. She didn't talk. Nothing. And that like fucked me up because I, I didn't know at the time that I was I was such an emotionally attached person. So if you were to detach from my life in that, like I really would just need like, you know, like a conversation and kind of just time to let go. But in that point in time, like I felt like life didn't mean anything. Like it was literally like a day-to-day struggle to yeah. wake up and be it like do shit. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's tough. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you have to be in like it's kinda like the ocean shit that I was trying to say. It's like People come, people go. Like, you know what I'm saying? People yeah. come, people go. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And and people say that. Like, you feel me? People say that, but it's true. Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, dude. And, um, you know, people like to explain as, like, chapters in your life and shit like that. But it's that's also true. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, we're not in control of how this shit goes all the time. And closure is internal. You know what I mean? Closure is <sighs> not, not something that someone can gift you. Mm-hmm. Like, you feel me? And because no matter what, like, even if... There's no explanation. Like, you feel me? It's something that you have to figure out for yourself. You know what I mean? And that's tough. Like, you feel me? That's tough. It's something that you have to do on your own. You feel me? You have to do lonely. Like, you feel me? You have to do by yourself. Like, so it's like, you know... You know, and you need you need shit like that to happen. It's funny you keep you keep saying lonely, and it's funny like the more I talk to you now, like the more I kind of I'm feeling like your vibes, yeah, what like, you're going for, because I feel like people <laughs> don't understand that like that that loneliness you actually like need. I feel like like for me like when when I went through that and I was at the lowest point of my life, like all I wanted to do was to be alone. And actually, for that first month after, I didn't talk to nobody. I didn't talk to my family. But like it was that loneliness that I had like by myself where I kind of realized I was kind of like fuck like i need to get my life together yeah it's like who am i yeah. you know what i'm saying i know i know who i am with them but mm-hmm. who who the fuck am i like you know what i'm saying if i was you know if i was on a, a deserted island like you feel me with all all the shit i need to survive could i live a happy life like you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying um you know you you need that like you need that inner strength like and that inner strength is not built by being supported by being coddled by being 
by being loved, unfortunately. It's like you got to learn to love your fucking self. Yeah, and dude. it's not until you love yourself to yeah. love somebody else. Hell you know? yeah, bro. Hell yeah. You, you can't love somebody else without loving yourself fully. Yeah, because you, you know don't even know what, what that shit is. It's like you're really just attached mm-hmm. to them. There's, like a, there's I mean. like a healthy selfishness. And I feel like the word selfish is such like, it, there's so many like negative connotations attached to the word, but it really isn't that bad of a thing. You know what I mean? If you need to take a I'm day for yourself. Skin. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You know? Exactly. Like, I don't know. Talk to me. All right, cool. I'm. A, I, fu- I, fu- I fuck with that. I fuck with this heavy, bro. I really do. Thank you. Um, <laughs> talk to me about T Mills. Oh, T Mills. Yeah. Tanner Miller, the goat, the 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 camera goat. Um, I met him in, at school. I met him in college. He actually, mm-hmm. um, he actually dropped out because he was just getting so much money. Uh, from just doing videography and shit. Uh, he's from Illinois, and he is just a grinder, bro. He's just a hustler, like literally, like non-stop like all he does is just is shoot all day all night you know what i'm saying he's just you know he's crazy um his style me me and him like you know our videos like we're kindred spirits like for sure his his like visual style is just as chaotic as like my audio style and um we we just make magic together you know we just dropped the video last week and um you know, it's the craziest shit you've ever seen in your life. Talk, talk, talk to me about Medusa a little bit. <laughs> um, Medusa is a song I actually recorded in Brooklyn, uh, like, like a little less than a year ago. Um, and it's about kind of like my pursuit of like, you know, fame, like, you know, of cloud of attention. I'm kind of like characterized by like Medusa. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like the, the act of like trying to get other people to like fuck with you. It's like how that shit changes you. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, so it's a, it's an important song to me, but it also rings off the club, obviously. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, um, so yeah. And, um, and you know, I showed it, you know, and T-Mill is like one of my best friends. Like I hang out with them all the time, bro, literally. Um, and, and I showed it to him one day. He's like, yo, bro, I need to shoot this. I was like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Um, so we, so we conceptualized it, obviously, like we really wanted a lot of snakes and shit. Uh, we managed to get a real snake. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. We managed to get a real how, fucking snake. How, how was that? How was that? Like just even filming that? Cause it looked fun, bro. Like me, I've, I've that never. Was scary, bro. It was, was a fucking it? snake on my bro, head. Like I was like, what fire. the fuck? Like, yo, but yeah, like it was basically, um, it was this girl that I'm friends with. Shout out to Evich. Um, yeah, she had a pet snake and uh, she was in the video as like a model. And, uh, and she was like, oh, you know, she, so she, so she hands me this motherfucking snake, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like she hands me this motherfucking snake. And then while I'm holding it, like literally I'm, I'm rethinking every decision I ever made in my motherfucking life. Right. And, um, she was like, oh, you know, just, just give him love, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, that sounds crazy. Like this is, this is literally <laughs> a motherfucking snake. And, um, I have it. And then I have it, uh, I have it like in my hands and like, and like T-Mail was like, yo, um, like yo can you like can you like put it on your head and i was like and i was like i was like nah bro nah and then and then everybody was like nah bro come on like it's gonna be sick for the video yada it was yada. sick yeah, it was, it was sick. sick it was sick yada 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 i'm like bro like i'm gonna fucking die bro like i don't even know so so um so even just like oh you know stop being a baby blah 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 puts it she puts it on my head and honestly, like, I caught a vibe with the snake. The snake is named Greedo. Yeah. yeah. The, the snake was, it was Snakes sweet, are cool. Snakes are cool, bro. It was a sweet snake. Like, yeah, yeah dude. I mean, it was a sweet they, snake. Like, we... They, I, they sweethearts, bro. I mean, this kind of, like, like uh, what was it? Was that a little bow? Bless your mouse. 
It was our shit. I don't know. I, th- uh, I think it might have been a python. Actually, now that, it, that I'm trying to think about it. That shit was big. Is what it was, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my my little cousin, he actually has like a snake, and I, he he would let me hold it sometimes. And uh, I'll never forget. Like I took a video on my phone. I'll, I'll try to put it up after we we, we uh, finish filming here. But um, I'm literally playing um heart and soul like the dun, 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 dun. I have the snake in the left hand because like bro, but when they start contracting a little bit, oh, like that, like they they brawl yeah. like they might be small, but they're brawling. Oh, like, yeah. they, they can choke. Wrapping around my neck, I could mm-hmm. like literally feel it, but you can't. But you can't like freak out, like yeah, you know what I'm nah, saying. Nah, nah. You just they, to... They'll vibe off of your vibe. Yeah, you know like, yeah. You're, if you're I'm sketch, saying. they'll be yeah, like, oh, no, knows, if he knows. <laughs> you know, I had to just remind myself, it's like you know, you're bigger than the snake, bro. If you had to, you could beat the snake's ass. Like just chill, just relax, bro. Just you know, and um, yeah. But sweet snake, I was kind of sad when when she took it off my head. I was like, damn, maybe I'll get one. I don't know. I'm I'm also <laughs> interested in like how T Mills like kind of goes about it because you actually post up your music video on his page. Yeah, not your page. He has like a lyrical lemonade thing going on. Yeah, like, that's what I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has his own platform. Um, he look, Terrence an artist, bro. He's a fucking genius, bro. Like literally, um, his like his philosophy for um shooting and editing, especially like he's because he's a filmer, but he's also a hardcore editor, bro. And, um, you know, yeah, you know, he, you know, every video kind of just like, is just sewn into like the tapestry of like his work. And, um, you know, like I said, he's like my kindred spirit. So I just love like doing a sick video for him, like just having another one for his channel. You know? How was, how was that put together? Like, do you, do you orchestrate that? Does your manager orchestrate that or, uh, you know, saying Sam and helps with everything, you know what I'm saying? Sam and got a hand on everything, but, um, uh, but basically, like, you know, my videos are a lot like uh, my music. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, in, a, in different in a couple ways. Because it's like, with my music, I just go, 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 spit it out. You know what I'm saying? And it just kind of comes out fully formed. I do that shit in one take. With the music video, it's it's largely similar. Um, um, I'll get some key ideas in my brain. And then, like, literally, like, I will just not rest until we do everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's a Medusa video. I want a snake. We're going to get a motherfucking snake. Like, you feel me? And we found the snake. And we got the snake. You feel me? Oh, I'm going to be I'm gonna be in stone. I'm literally going to be, I'm going to be, like, a stone statue with my dreads of snakes, bro. Literally made that shit happen. Literally, I'm going to be a 50 sitcom motherfucking dad. And I'm going to have um, a famous YouTuber in the video. And then that's literally what motherfucking happened. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, literally, it's just like, it's just, I just just go like you know what i'm saying and obviously not everything that you want will happen but it's mm-hmm. like the you know i just i just you know just make reality my bitch like you know what i'm saying it's no, like no, we're, no, we're bro, gonna do this shit it. bro we're gonna do this shit like you know you know what no, and, and and bro what t-mills does is fire bro it's yeah. fire it's fire and i have i've watched a couple of them too because well, how yeah. many videos have with them i think you have three or four we, we have yeah we got three yo we got bro you have no idea because i because i got an album coming and you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. tv tv tva like you know okay. what I'm saying tv announced um and yeah we're gonna do like hella more videos bro it's like literally like and i'm gonna do some videos with some other people there's um uh, there's one guy that I work with, Shifty. He actually mm-hmm. works with Andrew Schultz now. Like he's super sick, super talented. He's That's like fine. a baby. He's like 18 years old, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna do a video with him pretty soon. You know, so many more videos. Dog. Who, who, Love who recorded? Um, it's actually my, my my favorite one of your music videos. I think it, it might be your first. Look in your channel. It's a shoddy. Yeah, shoddy and free. Yo, shout out to my boy Derek, bro. My boy Derek mm-hmm. is the one that, that lined that whole thing up. Cinema Aquatic, uh, Cinema Aquatic. He he, bro. You know he's like a businessman, bro. Like he has his hands in a lot of stuff, but he he shoots videos sometimes on the side, mm-hmm. and um, 
Yeah, super sick. Bro. How did super I get put sick. together? I kind of, yeah. I kind of. Sam, Sam told me a little bit. Your manager, she told yeah. me a little bit about it. Like yeah. how it started because I think you guys got like an Airbnb or something. Oh right? yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. Um, that's another thing. There's another thing about the sauce. Um, if you need somewhere to shoot a video, don't do that shit just like in front of your house. Like you know what I'm saying. You should really invest in getting like a good space. Um, Pure Space is a really good resource to getting places. Um, there's also, uh, Airbnb, you know what I'm saying? We got it. We rented out a cabin, you know what I'm saying? We set mm -hmm. up our lights, you know, we rented some equipment, we set up our lights, we got our model, you know what I'm saying? And, um, and we just, just made that shit happen. Like, you feel me? That's like, uh, and, and I wish it was more complicated than that, but it's literally like, literally that's all it took, bro. It's like, um, and a lot of the props in the video, like, uh, Derek's and Aquatic was, um, directly uh, involved in making like there's like a puppet show he made that shit that, that shit yeah, was cool that made, shit was cool yeah, I fucked with that happy bro himself, that bro. shit was mad like different I like and it bro it's mm -hmm. like you know you just gotta be gotta have fun the, with the, it, the pillow fight at the yeah, end the too bro. Fight, bro like that's like and, and like the, the cameras are kind of like coming out like you know like kind of like you know doing your thing bro. yeah there's a gem bro he's my fucking gem bro who's the model I'm asking for a friend yeah yeah you know what I'm saying I've been blessed with some very very beautiful models to be in my videos Um, yeah Gabby yeah this girl Gabby I think she went to Willie P she went to Willie P yo Gabby yo why why what why we don't follow? Why yeah. don't we follow each other on Instagram right now, bro? Like, let's change that. Yeah. Just me and shooting, just just shooting Great. shots, bro. Great, super nice, super nice, super nice. No, super she was she, she she did a really cool job too. Yeah, yeah, like it's it's funny because sometimes charm. yeah, because some people are like weird when they're on camera. Yeah, you she know? just. She and just it's like cool. into it, bro. She's oh, a star. and you, you, you had that one shot too where the legs spread and you yeah. see who, who was your boy? Who was on? Who was on oh, there? that's Devin Braxton. Devin, Thank yeah. you for reminding me, bro. Yeah, Devin bro. Braxton. Who's cool? His voice. His, oh my god, it's crazy, bro. Like Devin. He's like probably the most talented person I ever met in my motherfucking life. He edited that mm -hmm. video, bro. Word? Yeah, Dolo, bro. Yo, edited that motherfucking he, he video. He needs to come on this podcast for sure, bro. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, bro. He's, he's, he's fire. Like, he's um, insane. There was this one run he did, and I, and I kept doing it in my car. It was like, uh, I forgot. He's like, mm -hmm. damn, I can't forget. But he was just, mm -hmm. he, like, it just like, he hits fire. those motherfucking notes. Yeah, he bro. does. He like, hits them every single clean, one. bro. He knocks them mm -hmm. notes out, boy. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just, Saucy, saucy, mm -hmm. bro. Yeah, you should get Devin on here, bro. Yeah, no, he he he'd love to do this shit, bro. And and that voice, dude, it's like it's he's insane. a generational motherfucking talent, mm -hmm. bro. Like literally, he's such a diamond in the rough. Like such a diamond in the. So rough. how is it like working with other artists? Because obviously, I feel like you and Tyreek have a thing going on. You know, what I mean, I'm sure you and Tristan are gonna work sometime in the future. Oh yeah, we just hit him up today how, about that. Yeah. How is it like? Because I feel like. I'm always nervous about like collaborating with other people because um, sometimes I feel like if they something say something that I don't fuck with, like I'm very mm. particular and I and I and honestly like for me as an artist, I haven't really broken out of that shell. But I see you working with so many different people. Like, right. how, how does that go in the studio? Um, well, you know, I pick people to be on my stuff that I think will. Uh, well, the, I feel like the key to any collaboration is um, you don't do what they do. They don't do what you do. You do what you do. They do what they do. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I seek people out um, with the intentions of them being themselves. Like, you feel me? Um, like, Shawty a Freak. It's like I wanted um, kind of like an R&B thing. Like, you know what I mean? And Devin was just such a natural choice um, uh, for that. So it's like it, he he couldn't miss. Like, you feel me? Same thing. Same thing with, like, Tyreek. Like, you know, we have a lot of um, conscious records. Like, you feel me? And he has more of a classic 90s style and um yeah like that that shit just was natural like you feel me i feel like um you got to know who you're working with when you work with them Word. for sure 
for sure. Word. Have you ever had like uh, any bad? You don't have to name drop anything. But, like, <laughs> you ever have like a bad experience in the studio? With, a like, bad anything? experience in the studio? Uh, uh, you know, I don't know. Like I, me, I'm a pretty positive guy. Like you feel me? I, I bring mm-hmm. the most. I, I get the most out of, of any situation because sometimes you get to the studio and it's just not lining up, or you know the vibe's not right, the beat's not right. You know, maybe the engineer isn't really what you need. Mm-hmm. Um, but make the best out of it. Like, you feel me? Even if it's just, like, we're just going to chill and smoke in the studio, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? And we're going to talk about the future. Like, you feel me? And it's like, and look, if the song isn't where it needs to be, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of ways to to use it, to adapt it, like, you feel me? So we can still get something out of it, you know? And not everything will come out. Not everything will see the light of day. Word, you know? Word, word, word. So what's, so what's next for you? Like, what's what's this year going to be like? Like, what are your aspirations mm-hmm. for this year? What are some goals, milestones? Like, what what is Lonely Leonard doing this year that's going to be different? Making movies, bro. Yeah. That's all I can say. That's all I can say, bro. I, no, but, but, but. Yeah, it, when it falls into place, bro, you know what I'm saying? Do you have anything that's going to be coming out, like, uh, music-wise soon that you want to promote or anything like that? Yeah, we're doing another, Yes. Okay. Um, the Medusa video's out now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so make sure that y'all run that shit up. Um, we're doing another charity merch drop mm-hmm. very soon. Like, very soon. Um, by the time this comes out, it'll probably already be out. Um, we're doing more videos. Okay. Got another one coming out next month. Um, and uh, we got more interviews lined up, too. Uh, I'm going to a radio station pretty soon to do a freestyle. Work. Yeah, Fine. yeah, yeah. Fine. You know what I mean? You freestyle yeah. like that? Oh, hell yeah, bro. Oh, shit, hell yeah, man. bro. Um, Yo, we, we, we got we, we to gotta link up. Oh, yeah, like, round two. Yo, like, round two, we're, we're definitely, <laughs> definitely going to get crazy. Bro, because we could, we could, if, if, if you're down to come on a podcast anytime in the future, bro, bro, I, I, bro. bro, I don't know why, dude, and I think a lot of other people who, who freestyle, like yeah. with the homies in the car, I think I talked to this uh, with um, Tyreek. I don't know why when you first start freestyling, like it always ends up something fruity, bro. Yeah. Like it always ends up something yeah, bad, like, fruity, like, bro. I'm just looking for shit to say, like yeah. you know what I'm saying, like yeah, yeah, bro. It's mad funny because I've been seeing that on Instagram, but it's like one of my favorite things to do. I have I have like a YouTube playlist set. I literally got YouTube Premium, like I I folded and got it just because I was tired of hearing the ads on the beats, right? Bro, like, like you're in the middle of something fire, bro. You said, and all of a sudden, like you're hearing something about like you know, yeah, Staples oh, commercial. It's like. Yeah. Dog, like you're killing my vibe, bro. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. My Try dude, what's what's some advice you have? Because we're getting pretty close to the end of the podcast and stuff. So I, I want one more deep question, just about what's some advice you would give to somebody who's doing what you're doing right now? Because like you said, out there, there's gonna be there's a lot of other lonely Leonard's out there, right? Yeah. And there's some of them who might shoot past you might come with you or might help build you up like what advice do you have for someone who's going through this right now and wants to be doing what you're doing i mean you really have to have the courage to to be the bad guy like you know what i'm saying in on your come up like you know what i'm saying there are going to be a lot of people that try to gatekeep you that try to shut doors in your face that try to tell you that you're doing it wrong and the reason why they're doing that is because what you want to be does not fit the box that they created for you like you know what i'm saying like when you when someone meets you and they think less of you then they need you to be less they need you to be less for themselves and what you need to do is own who you are like you know what i'm saying it's like you know your own destiny you're born with your in your dna what you're gonna do and you can't and you have to walk smart you have to walk with confidence with a sober mind you know what i'm saying you need to know um you need to you need to know in your bones in your fucking spirit that that you're not mistaken on who you are. You know what I'm saying? It's like no one can convince you of anything else, you know? Um, And you need to know that 
it's not going to come by someone giving it to you. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, along the way, you'll meet people along the way that'll help you on your journey, but it's not their dream. It is your dream. You know what I'm saying? And it's not going to come true unless you give a fuck about yourself. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got to give a fuck about your motherfucking self. You need to defend yourself. You need to defend your own values, your own dreams. Like you're defending a close friend, like a family member, because you are your own close friend. You are a family member to yourself. You know, the closest that'll ever be. And um, ultimately, you know, you got to, you know, you got to be wise. You got to be clever. Um, and ultimately, just don't give a fuck, bro. It, you know, we're not carrying cancer here. We're making songs. Like, you I feel me? You. I get you. You know what I'm saying? Have fun with it. And if you're having fun, then people are going to tune in. You know, building will come. Lonely. It's been a fucking pleasure having you on the podcast, bro. For real. First yeah. one I have in, like, the new studio space, yeah, man. Bro, it's yeah, truly bro, a blessing. <laughs> Let the people know where they can find you, social media, websites, like, everything, bro. Whatever you want to promote right now. Okay, so you can follow me, Lonely Leonard, on every single platform. Um, you know what I'm saying? Instagram, Lonely Leonard, Twitter, Lonely Leonard. Um, my TikTok is Lonely Leonard official, because we're official. Okay. Um, and, yeah. Um, and if you're trying to see me just do life in general, just kind of, like, see what I do in day to day. You know what I'm saying? Like, see, like, my hobbies and shit outside of music. Then you can follow me at Low Life Leo um, on all platforms. Um, yeah. But, bro. And y'all already know BETO. You can find me at BETO underscore music. AOCHO podcast on TikTok, YouTube, all the other bullshit, bro. Lonely, thank you for coming again, bro. Appreciate you, bro. Much love, bro. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Fuck it, bro. Let's get out of here, man. We out. Nothing else to do, huh? That bitch would do, sir. That bitch would do, yeah. She take a look and you feel it.